Welcome to Tube Talk, the show dedicated to helping you become a better video creator so you can get more views, subscribers, and build your audience. Brought to you by vidIQ. Download for free at vidIQ.com. Oh, yeah! Welcome back to another episode of Tube Talk presented by vidIQ. I am your host, Viper, the man about tech, executive producer of social media here at the IQ. And oh, yes, the voice is back. We back to 100, and we got to talk today. Now, today's podcast is going to be slightly different from the norm because it's almost like a case study story, just a current recap and my thoughts of a current event that happened a couple of weeks ago involving a very popular creator. So, how do we begin the podcast? Today, I want to talk about Keith Lee. Keith Lee is a very popular creator. He happens to be a TikToker. I think at this moment, he has about 14, 15 million followers on TikTok. And before y'all cut off the podcast, crying about Viper, Keith Lee's a TikToker. He's not a YouTuber. The lesson that the story can bring will be irrelevant to all content creators, no matter what platform you're on. So you want to keep listening to the podcast because what happened to Keith Lee in Atlanta the, uh, a couple of weeks ago served as a lesson for all involved brand creators, everybody. We all need to learn from this and make sure that we are putting ourselves in the best uh, position to succeed as content creators. So let me talk about Keith Lee a little bit. Let me give you a little backstory on Keith Lee and just in case y'all don't know who he is. He is probably right now the world's most popular food reviewer. Again, he is on TikTok, 15 million. He makes TikTok reviewing the food that he tries at different restaurants. He gotten so big that restaurants literally reach out to them, especially small mom and pop shops. They literally reach out to him to try to get him to come try their food, especially if they're not uh, doing big business and they're trying to increase their foot traffic and their notoriety. They call on Keith Lee. But when you call on Keith Lee, you have to understand a few things about Keith Lee because Keith Lee is a man of principle. You're like, Viper, what do you mean? I mean, Keith Lee, is he's a, he's a unique creator in the fact that he does not want to be treated like a high-profile celebrity or a high-profile creator, even though in reality, that is what he is. He does not want to be treated that way. He goes so far as to when he's ordering from one of these restaurants that he wants to review, sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes, or a lot of times, I should say, when he's ordering from these restaurants, he will use uh, an alternate name or a pseudonym or whatever, or he'll send his family to go pick up the food so the restaurant does not know that they're serving Keith Lee. And he does this because he wants to judge the restaurant by the experience that they give an everyday customer and not a whole a high-profile celebrity because part of the way that he reviews the restaurant is for their customer service. Now, we all know in the real world here, if you walk into an establishment as a celebrity, you are going to probably get preferential treatment. They want to kind of get on your radar. They want to be in your good grades and so you can say something good about them and maybe post it on your social media or just have good things to say to their friends about you and your business. So celebrities are always going to receive preferential treatment. But again, 
I just told y'all that Keith Lee is not about that life. He does not want your preferential treatment. He wants to be treated like everybody else. And this is how a lot of people got in trouble in Atlanta a couple of weeks ago, but I'm getting to that. So because Keith Lee wants to be treated like everybody else, he sends a family in there. He uses fake names. He doesn't let these restaurants know that they're coming, uh, that he's coming to try out their food. So again, he go, he, uh, he gets the food. He usually is in a car or he's at his house or whatever. And he tries the food. He rates it one to 10. And then he talked about what the restaurant can do to increase their foot traffic. He talked about if the food needs to be better or if they just need better marketing, et cetera, et cetera. But again, one of the ways that he reviewed the restaurant is via customer service. He grades your customer service. Now, some people, they, they, they have a little controversy. They don't like the fact that he talked about customer service and not just the food. But guess what? A big part of whether or not you're going to give business to a food place is their customer service. So I think it's very inbound. So saying all this to say, this brings me to what happened in Atlanta a couple of weeks ago with Keith Lee and his family. So Keith Lee was on a food tour. He was going across the country, trying different food from all across the country, all the different towns. He was in uh, Chicago. He was in Detroit. And recently he was in Atlanta. <laughs> So while in Atlanta, he tried to get food. Now, again, I've mentioned multiple times in the podcast already that Keith Lee does not want to be treated as a celebrity. So he'll send his family in to get food or he'll use the fake name. So a couple of times in Atlanta, he sent his family in to get the food. Well, for whatever reason, I think it was on a weekend or something like that. A couple of the restaurants, or the restaurants in Atlanta wouldn't serve his family because they had certain rules. Either they didn't do... Uh, to go orders on weekends or their wait time for like over an hour and different things like that. Just whatever was going on in Atlanta, there were there were more than one occasion where his family could not get food served to them in a timely manner. So then Keith Lee himself comes out of hiding, walks up to these restaurants, and then all of a sudden, magically, they can see him immediately or they can serve him right there on the spot. Now, you can imagine Keith Lee being a man of principle. He's like, whoa, hold up. Wait a minute. Just five minutes ago, you told my family that the wait will be an hour. Or you told my family that you're not open. But when I walk up here, all of a sudden, I got a table immediately. Or you can serve me now. Why is that? And then got a couple of restaurants in Atlanta in a little trouble because they were trying to give him preferential treatment. And he is not about that life. And he was calling them to question because one of the times when they told him that it would be like a, one of the restaurants had told him that it would be like an hour wait. And there were literally people in line waiting for food or whatever. And then he walked up and they're like, we can teach you immediately. So he's like, well, how about these people that are already waiting? How come you can't teach them? So it became a whole big thing during his food tour in Atlanta to the business that this happened to. Now, when this happens as a business, you know, you can respond in a couple of different ways. You could be uh, cordial and tell him that, yeah, that, that, that you're sorry that his family had to wait an hour. Um, and then you, you could do what uh, they try to do. You try to serve him, but he's probably not going to have it and he's going to leave your establishment. You could take the lesson and learn it and um, figure out how to operate more efficiently for the people that you have waiting for an hour. Or you can do what one restaurant did and make a social media post kind of mocking him and asking, who is Keith Lee? <laughs> now, when you choose the second route, 
when you get Keith Lee to make a TikTok talking about how he could not get food from you because you weren't open at a certain such a time or you couldn't serve him in a timely manner or whatever the case may be, and then your response is to make a TikTok mocking him, talking about who is Keith Lee. You are going to have a problem at the business. That's a problem for you. You are immediately going to find yourself in a heap of backlash because if there is one person in the creative space on TikTok that you do not mess with, it is Keith Lee. Because, again, as I just alluded to earlier in this podcast, Keith Lee has 14 million followers, and they do not mess around when it comes to their Keith Lee. So when this restaurant made that social media post or that video mocking him, oh, man, they were not happy. They were not happy. It got so bad that the restaurant had to come out and issue an actual apology. But by that time, the damage is already done. So what can we learn from all of this, right? Then go back to what I've been saying on the podcast a few times, right? When I talk about how you never know who's watching your content. These businesses never know when Keith Lee is going to uh, patronize their establishment. But as a creator, when you make a video and you are uploading, again, even if you're a new creator or you're just starting out or whatever the case may be, maybe you feel like you're in a creative slump because you're not getting the views that you are supposed to get. You never know who's watching your content, which means you have to be consistently on your game. Every video, it doesn't matter how you feel. It doesn't matter if you think the video is going to get no traction or not. You have to be on your game because you never know when your moment will arrive. And when your moment arrives, you better be ready because sometimes it only comes once, baby. And when it arrives, you better be ready for your moment. When Keith Lee walks into your restaurant, when a Keith Lee or somebody of his stature watches your video, small creator, are you ready? Have you been putting in the work? Are you consistently putting out quality content? Are you prepared to receive the consequences that could happen from your moment? This episode of Tube Talk is brought to you by the vidIQ mobile app. You can download it for free on the Android or iOS app stores. And it's here to help you do things like keep track of your competition, research your next video idea, optimize videos you've already posted, and more, all on the go. This is the perfect app to have literally in your back pocket while you're out and about and you find yourself with a few free extra minutes. Having the opportunity to sit down and optimize your latest video or research ideas for your upcoming video can be a game changer and save you a bunch of time as you work to create more YouTube content. Again, you can download the vidIQ mobile app for free on Android or iOS. Just search for vidIQ. Ultimately, let's say somebody watches your video and they don't like something that you did in your video or they give you some constructive criticism. Are you going to go out there and make a social media post bashing this person, especially if they're a bigger creator or whatever the case may be? Or are you going to take the constructive criticism and use that to make you a better creator? Hopefully, if you've been listening to this podcast for any particular amount of time, your answer will be the latter. I think I've told you guys the story about what happened to me five years ago when I was just starting out as a creator. I was in Roberto Blake Discord, right? And at that time, I was doing everything on my iPad Pro. I was filming. I was editing. I was using the internal microphone. 
on the iPad Pro. All of it was on the iPad. So I got a DM from my friend five years ago, and he was like, Viper, I love your content, but your audio sounds like it's underwater. So I didn't like get mad at him. I didn't like, oh my God, who are you to talk about my audio? Blah, blah, blah. I didn't do that. No. What I did was I went back and I watched the videos. And I'm like, you know what? He has a point. My audio could be better. What can I do to improve my audio quality for future videos? These are the things that came to my mind immediately. So what did I do? I went out to Best Buy and I brought a blue Yeti microphone, the quintessential YouTube starter microphone. I brought one and the rest of history. Uh, Thanks to say after I brought the blue Yeti microphone, your boy Viper did not have any more audio complaints <laughs> because we were good to go there. But I took that moment and that message from my friend in the Discord DM who was giving me constructive criticism. I took that as a chance to get better. I didn't take that as a slight. I didn't take it as he was trying to put me down or this, that, and the other. Or I didn't get it. I didn't take that as a chance to mock him like that business did Keith Lee uh, in their social media response. No, I took that as an opportunity to get better as a content creator. And I went out and I upgraded my audio equipment. And again, the content was much better for it. So sometimes, maybe you get your moment, but it's not the moment that you are hoping for. Maybe you get a bit of constructive criticism that kind of brings you back down to reality. And that is another moment in and of itself because you have to decide how are you going to respond? Are you going to be butthurt? <laughs> or are you going to use that feedback to fuel you and do the things that you need to do to become a better content creator. Because here's the thing, that business that Mock Keith Lee probably did themselves no favors and now nobody's touching them with a 10-foot pole probably in or outside of Atlanta. They really hurt their business with that response. And I know I'm talking about the business and the situation, but guess what content creators the moment you upload a, a video to YouTube, you, in essence, become a business. I've told you this time and time again. So all of you all content creators that are listening to this podcast, you are all business owners. And you might have moments like this restaurant did with Keith Lee. And you have to be ready to handle those moments and respond accordingly if you want to grow and build your business, which in the case would be your YouTube channel. You got to be ready to respond accordingly and do the things that you need to, to do to be able to continue to grow your business, grow your YouTube channel. Optics matter, man. The optics matter. Again, that that restaurant in Atlanta that made the, the response mocking him, their optics are terrible. The optics of that are terrible. What do I mean when I say optics? The overall perception of them by everybody, by all of us looking at the situation from the outside looking in. The optics are terrible. When a content creator uh, makes an outlash or cry out on social media because a brand didn't include them in a campaign or a brand didn't send them a, a, a product to review, the optics are terrible because the rest of your content creators, the rest of these brands are looking at you like you're crazy because you're crying like a child on social media because you are included in a brand campaign. The optics matter. When you are building a YouTube channel, again, you are building a business. You 
are, in essence, the business. Everything that you do, every move that you make has to be more calculated, more intentional. It has to be made with the totality of the optics in mind. Because if you're not thinking about the optics of how you look to the public, chances are you could severely hurt yourself and hurt your business. I've literally seen content creators make outcries on social media because they felt like they were wronged by a brand because they didn't get sent a product or whatever to review or whatever the case may be. And the optics were terrible. I have literally had brands hit me up privately talking about these people like, yo, Viper, what is, what are they doing? Or yo, Viper, this person reached out, but where are all the information? There are different things like that. Brand talk. I told you all this before. The brand communicate. We communicate. Communication is all over the place in the creative space. It is not as big as you think it is. In actuality, the creative space is quite small. And news travel fast, okay? The optics travel very quickly. Some of you all are trying to grow channels, but you're still acting like you are a nobody. You're acting like you're not trying to build a business. And I don't know if that's the right move that you want to be making out here in these social media streets when you're trying to build in public. Because that's essentially what you're trying to do when you are building a YouTube channel. You are building your business in public, which means you have to be that much more careful about what you say and do on social media when you are trying to build in public. So how can you protect yourself as creators? And make sure that you're always on the up and up. I got a I got a simple rule for stuff like this, right? And my simple rule is this. If it's not something that you would say to your parents, probably shouldn't say it online or in a public forum. And don't think that the DMs are private because I don't know how many times we gotta tell y'all, but ain't nothing private out here on the internet. So again, if it's not something that you'll be proud of saying in front of your parents, don't say it online. And don't think you're protected in the DM because you are not protected in the DM. Because DMs are leaking harder now than falses, running falses and noses out here during cold season, yo. It's crazy out here. DMs are not safe. Your DMs are not safe. So don't act like they are. Protect yourself at all costs. Make sure you are be care- make sure you are being careful of what you say and who you say it to. And the circles that you run in and the people that you choose to ally yourself with, because that's also another reflection of you and your brand, the people that you align yourself with. I know it sucks. You got friends, but if those friends aren't doing, uh, if those friends aren't about the business and they're out here looking like people that aren't really taking the content creation game seriously and they're out here looking like fools, you might want to be careful about associating yourself with those friends because they can get you in trouble uh, just by association, man. It's an unfortunate reality, but again, optics is all about the optics. Make sure your optics are on point. But I think the biggest piece of advice I can give y'all, and it's something I'll say time and time again, just be nice. Be humble. Be genuine human beings. Just being genuine human beings will take you a long way, and it will take you everywhere in the creative space. You don't have to make the best content. You don't, you don't have to be right all the time. Well, it helps you right all the time, but you don't have to be right all the time. But if you are a genuine human being and people know that you are nice and amicable, you will get the benefit of the doubt more times than not. But if you are an a-hole, 
and you make a mistake out here, oh, they're going to come for you and rake you through the coals, and they won't cry about it at all. They will not feel an inch of remorse or an ounce of remorse for you because you brought it upon yourself. People out here will give you the energy that you give them. I think that's my biggest message today. Be careful of the energy that you are giving out because it is the energy that you will get back. I appreciate you all listening to this episode. You know your boy Viper will be back next week with another episode of Tube Talk presented by Fed IQ. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Tube Talk brought to you by Fit IQ. Head over to vidiq.com slash tube talk for today's show notes and previous episodes. Enjoy the rest of your video making day.